Oh, there's a gun to my head, so I have to think quickly. So, welcome back to the Two Kids With You podcast. If you're noticing a little difference in the host today, well, not really a difference, but I decided to take the lead, which is actually code for Sergeant wanted a little mini break and again threatened me off the podcast. That's very true, yeah. So I thought I'd lead the episode today, which is entitled Trading Places. But before we get into that, how have you been, Sarge? Uh, yeah, not bad. I recently got uh, hacked on Facebook, which is quite interesting. Even though I never use Facebook, so I don't know why I'd be targeted. But, yeah, uh, I, I know. You've got like, the driest Facebook ever, like, since day, mm, since day one. Okay, thanks for that. But yeah, I got hacked on Facebook. Um, going back to my normal barbers tomorrow, it's quite exciting. Oh, uh, yeah, you guys got a lot to catch that. up on. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen him in, like, well, since coronavirus actually started. So, yeah. I mean, Sergeant, you, I don't think you'd ever cheat on your barber, would you? No, I wouldn't. Unfortunately, I have multiple times, but he went there. So, <laughs> yeah, how have you been? The move is finally done. I've just oh I'm yeah, sort of yeah, of course. Swamped with classes around, but other than that, mm. I'm just tired all the time. Nothing to really report. I haven't been hacked on Facebook, unlike you. So I'm not in the core group, so you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow, well, lucky for you then. Boo. Today's episode, as I said earlier, was entitled Trading Places. Indeed. So it's actually it's actually about moving. Um so mm-hmm. I know it's actually referenced to like an Usher song, but moving Oh no, is... and the Eddie Murphy and the Eddie Murphy film is really famous. Oh of course, yeah, of course. They're actually kind of yeah. like two kind of two prongs, if you will. Yeah. But moving possibly because now that I sit back and think about it having moved recently, myself and Sergeant have actually moved quite a lot and quite long mm. distances, not just like within a city. So um I think moving, moving house, moving job, moving city, but I hear it's, well, I think it's one of the most stressful things to do. What about you, Sarge? Where do you stand on that? Oh, yeah, no, of course, it's definitely stressful, but also I heard that uh, research, research is showing that moving is more stressful than a divorce, apparently. Um, yeah, well, we haven't experienced a divorce, thankfully, because we're not married yet. Um, to whoever but <laughs> no, but yeah um but yeah apparently oh. it's more stressful than a divorce which is quite mad yeah interesting wow. i mean i think the moving i wouldn't say bug because we don't like it the mm. situations sort of surrounding moving started first when we moved from london to bristol when yeah. i was what 14 so you would have been about nine i think nine yeah or 10. yeah, and I, just, yeah. Ha- I just hated it then and i just knew then i wasn't the kind of person who wanted to move i've got friends who love moving Mm. they love the sort of, I get the whole like new place to live you know new new things to explore new area to live and I get that but I genuinely think packing your stuff is the biggest issue like it's, it's just so much you know it's all like all these like little details that you got to take care of it just mm. it's, it's too overwhelming I just don't like it so I think I after really us like moving it. from London to Bristol our next was it our well the next biggest mm. move in our family was you moving to uni so to Birmingham yeah. I mm. mean to be fair, I thought we did quite a good job. I thought we were quite a good team. I say no, this no, now no, looking no. back through this lovely, you know, raised into glass <laughs> at the move. But um, Sergeant moved to Birmingham. What was that like? Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Obviously, 18, first time moving away. So it's kind of like a stigma as, oh, you're going to get homesick. You're going to come home straight away. But I sat, mm. I, honestly, I settled over really quickly. And it was, I think it was quite easy for me, to be honest. I found it really super easy to live away. So just so. So just to confirm, you didn't feel homesick? 
No, I didn't feel homesick at all. Well, that speaks um, volumes about us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm only joking. Um, I actually remember um, messaging you, like, on because we dropped you off, like, to your university yeah. halls. And I cried all the way home. And so I got them to message, <laughs> just just to check. Because I really, like, I was like, oh, so I just moved out. Yeah. I'm really sad. And I got yeah. them to message you whilst I was driving. And you replied with, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm all good. I'm just making pizza with Kyle. And that was the first oh, time yeah, Kyle. Oh, yeah, of course, so, yeah. So to have them on the really pod nice now well. just seems, you know, leaps and bounds, really. Yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> you remember the pizza? <laughs> but yeah, it was oh, really nice to be fair. But no, um, I feel, sorry, I felt sorry to interrupt you, but like, I felt because of obviously because of current restrictions, obviously COVID, mm. I feel like the moving culture for students has, you know, increased more over the years. I, I don't think it was really big back when, or I say it when I went to uni, or like it was 10 years ago, when it was only three years ago. But I feel like now it's like a massive culture, like oh, moving day, and they put it all, all over their Instagram story and stuff like that. I've but, seen um, lots of countdowns on TikTok. Yeah, like yeah. Five days to moving, three days to moving, moving day. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of in the loop with that actually. But what's bad about that is that I've heard that obviously there's been more uh, people that have dropped out of uni because of COVID. Obviously, wow. you're restricted just to your flat. Um, you don't get to socialize as much. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's. Is, well, I know it is as much of a culture now, but there's been, I feel, um, there's just been, I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel uni is just so different this year compared for like a lot of people. I know, I'm just I glad feel, I'm not going to uni this year, honestly. I feel really bad like watching the news and stuff, like watching the BBC, mm. and I, th- I think that like their experience has really been kind of like dampened a little because all they're like yeah, saying no, moving is stressful. Yeah, I think the, your first move away from home, that to uni, is actually quite exciting. It's the only one yeah. move I could say that you should be pumped about. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. Obviously, it's really horrible for them. I don't honestly, I don't envy them. Yeah, it's horrible, really. But yeah. another thing that's sort of common to moving is you know like when you like pack your things in the car or like in a van, like in the movers van or whatever. Yeah. Do you remember us packing you to go to uni? I mean, course, I thought we did quite yeah. a good job. We did do very well. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I don't know how you drove with all that stuff in the back, to be honest. I was the champion. Um, <laughs> I was the Lewis Hamilton of the moving party. Yeah, no, honestly, you were. Um, but I, you, I just have a look at, I, I just have more trainers than anything, to be honest. I'm glad that um, you've come out and said that because I feel like that, that yeah. everybody knows that about you. Friends, yeah. family. I think even my friends know that about you, actually. No, yeah, definitely. But we had to do multiple runs of moving stuff. Oh, in. my God. I think we drove to Birmingham uh, twice in one yeah, day. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you those, did. Oh my god! One of those, that. one of those drives to Birmingham purely was just shoes. Just shoes, yeah. It's just shoes. I think you've got more I... shoes than than most women I know. Oh, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But I think one story which I kind of want Sergeant to sort of like break down for us was actually when we moved him out at the end of first year. Or yeah. Year, first oh year. my god! Do you god. remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. So what happened was, it was the last, probably, we wanted to do la- one last drive to move everything mm. out. So there were all these like small bits, like a bin or like, you know. Little um, random things. Little random bits, basically. And then we packed everything in. And the only thing that couldn't fit in was the ironing board. And I don't know why Hannah was so attached to this ironing board that she's never, ever used before. But she was adamant on taking it home. And I was like, Hannah, we're leaving it here. 100%. So we ended up binning the ironing board that I used probably, what, probably less than 10 times uh, throughout the year in a bin, in my accommodation bin. So, yeah. Um, it's just such a wonderful culture. That's the reason why I was annoyed that we were 
leaving a useful item. Like that's what I was but annoyed about. Like it wasn't my first Where time. where were we gonna put it? We couldn't have tied it to the top of the car or to the bonnet. Like it's not gonna go anywhere, well, is it? We could have just left you and taken the ironing board. I'm just oh, saying yeah, you still hopped on the train. But yeah. <laughs> But, but um, on remember. the way, yeah, yeah, on the way back, we stopped. Oh, God. What time was it? I think it was At like one, one or two, yeah, but five, probably five a.m. Probably because we were literally doing yeah. it all day. Yeah, um, we God. stopped at this, this like mini little, certain this dodgy little services um, hmm. place. It wasn't like a normal type of service; it was different, and uh, <laughs> we literally looked like a moving jumble sale. Honestly, <laughs> stuff spilling oh, out the car. As in, I think I was so tired and. We obviously pulled over because it's not good to drive tired. And I was actually quite nervous. Yeah. I think I was... Really, I'd, I'd only been driving about 18 months by that point. And mm. so... Actually, I don't know. Maybe two years. I don't know. But I, 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 my motorway experience wasn't that great. And yeah. I was saying, Sergeant, I was like, Sergeant, I was like, could you go inside to the service and get me a Costa? And to yeah, which Sergeant yeah, yeah. replied, if I get out of the car now, Hannah, I'm not yeah. getting back in. Honestly, yeah. It was such a tight fit. That's, 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 that's probably an understatement, actually. Literally squashed. I know we were squished, but I think my best move for you was, I think, was it at the end of second? Well, I, I don't want to mix it all up, but do you remember when it was just you and me in the car and we went to go and collect your kitchen stuff? I think we've mentioned this on the pod before. Yeah, but my yeah, highlight yeah. of you and me just getting a little bit of your stuff from uni was the fact that we had, we had, we like indulged ourselves in Dunkin' Donuts on the way home. Yeah. And I think okay, it's the reason yeah. we were like half an hour late home. Mm. Yeah, Absolute that was good. Absolute donut fest. Mm. We've got lost today as well, which you've also mentioned on the podcast before. I know, to think we got yeah. lost in a city that you basically <laughs> call home now. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But actually, we kind of, we thought that we'd found, you know, the an insider's secret to moving when we put Sardin's stuff in storage. So rather than moving him back home at the end of every academic year, mm. I think the end of, is it second year? Was it, yeah, end of second year. End of second it? year, we've done Third. this, year. No, it was start yeah. of second year. We'd done this. Oh. We started putting it in storage. So we, there's a yellow storage right opposite Sardin's uni, or yeah. where he lives. And we were like, oh, that's really good because your uni's quite pernickety about things where they were like, well, the halls you live in, not the university. They mm. were like, because you were moving into your accommodation the next day, but they wouldn't let you move your stuff across. You had to move it out and move it back in, technically off the yeah. premises and on the premises due to some kind of legislative kind of issue. And yeah. so I remember we moved it into the yellow storage. And do you, remember, do you remember the guy that we met at the yellow storage place? Do you remember him? Yeah, uh, probably the most efficient employee I've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> what was his Did name again? Sorry? Probably the most efficient employee that I've ever seen. Oh, Henry? No, he was called Harvey. Was it Harvey? Yeah. Am I making that up? Th- Harvey pro- was pro- quite the refined individual to go outside. Yeah, probably good. Yeah, I'll go with Harvey. Honestly, like, such a, so good at his job. Okay. He was so passionate. I remember him very vaguely, but yeah, really good. Yeah. I, I usually review I... for that, actually. Yeah, t- uh, two years too late. But I actually remember yeah. when he. <laughs> He gave us the key and the lock and everything and explained how you get into your self-storage unit. And then he just went off singing down the corridor. And, like, it, it, the harmonies kind of worked because it was quite echoey yeah. as I well. Just had a funny his voice thought. really worked. Yeah, I just had a funny thought. You know when people go on X Factor and they show yeah. highlights of, yeah. uh, you know, that where their singing comes from? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine if this Harvey yeah. guy went on X Factor, it would be him and the Yellow Storages singing to himself oh down the He would down put the Yellow Storage on the map. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Harvey. Do you know what? I, he made he made the experience worth was worthwhile. He did. Yeah. Honestly, mm. big up Harvey. But I mean, now that we've discussed all the little mini sort of highlights, I think it's really important for us to break down Sergeant's third year and moving into uni because this was, I think, he'll be mentioning this until oh, until the day his grandchildren. Oh my god! Worst experience <laughs> ever. Number one, 
there the parking is so bad. Uni accommodation always has bad parking. I don't I don't know about mm. any other accommodation. They're not designed but a specific to one. Yeah. It, it, honestly, they're not designed for people to move in. It's not easy to do this. Um, they're not designed for anything, I don't think, because you kind of live on like it, it's sort of like an island in yeah, the middle literally. of the centre because roads all around it. Mm. And um, so yeah, so we got there on the day. Obviously, that we couldn't use their garage because it was fully packed. So you had to park in a bus lane, which luckily we didn't get oh, a ticket for. Or did we get a ticket? Obviously, you would get a ticket, but I was think it waived they said that because it was accommodation drop. Because it was the, I think the university accommodation had agreed something with the yeah. city council, just that we wouldn't like other cars who were in the yeah. bus lane. But it it was obstructing the traffic. Like if I was a bus driver, I wouldn't have been too happy about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was not good. So yeah, number one, you had to park in a bus lane. I had so much stuff anyway. Um, number two, obviously, you get in, and usually one of the staff members who are on the office would show you to your room if they're not busy. Yeah. But luckily, uh, yeah, luckily, I was given the caretaker, as you do anyway. Um, fair enough, the caretaker might have you know all the knowledge about the place anyway, so fair enough. Mm. But this guy, <laughs> honestly, the most annoying person I've he was the human form of a paper cut, he was so annoying. <laughs> This guy, this guy had all the knowledge, but he just he wasn't helping me out in any way. So the in in third year the accommodation that the floors were a bit different. The fifth floor turned out to be turned out to so my flat on uh it was fifth floor, but my flat was flat nine four something. So you you get the mixed up anyway. So thinking I've gone to the fifth floor and the numbers on the doors are nine something, I thought I was on the ninth floor. So it was a wild goose chase around the accommodation. Thanks to this guy, the human paper cut. Um, but just, just, and every time I saw him after that, I just give him a really dirty looks because he annoyed me that much. He I really, I just really you annoyed bitching me. about him like six months yeah, ago. Yeah, honestly, like the around the accommodation. It's like it's already stressful moving in. On top of that, I don't need your, you know, snide comments, your jabs here and there. But um, to be fair, he, he had quite a poor knowledge of the university hall. He, I, I felt like. He, <laughs> I felt like he was one of those, these like happy-go-lucky people, but it's just like, I don't need that kind of energy around me when I'm trying to move all my shit in, to be honest. Um, <laughs> that kind of energy. Do yeah. you know, I remember parking the bus lane and the car in front of me decided to reverse onto the pavement and almost took the side of the car oh. off. Like, it was yeah. such a day. Such a day. <laughs> remember, and there, there was a car park nearby, but it was like a five-minute walk. So you see me and Hannah racing down the road with these massive black bags. Full of and shoes and, yeah. and my Ikea bags. Like it's an Olympic sport, honestly. Just a, just a massive mess. Oh all my day God. Mess. And you know, they're like, oh, the car parks me five minutes away. That was not Oh, biggest lie ever. Don't ever believe that. <laughs> they sold that, you a please. lie. They sold you And I'm going to say this now. And usually you don't really like call out companies on what they're bad at. But if you if you did go with United Students, then you signed your life away, basically. Worst company ever. I don't. United no United regrets. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, 100%. The worst company I've ever dealt with. But, but, and on top yeah. of that, my room was a triangle. So yeah, I was that, was that was the cherry on the cake, the triangular <laughs> shaped room. When my do- I'd yeah. open my door and it would already be hitting my bed, which is annoying, but oh, just what, <laughs> worst experience ever. Dad, I'd like Hands to down. ask you, what was your highlight of moving to Birmingham? Like, you've got so uh, many. Oh, well, hi- highlight has to, well, is a toss up between the moving jumble sale or the human paper cut. So it's between those two, but I'm going to go with the human paper guy. It's got to be the caretaker. 
for being really unhelpful that day. <laughs> Hands down, that I like. Sometimes I wonder what you call me when I'm not around. <laughs> like, God. So you and Paper Cut, to that guy, if you're listening, you were not very, you, you were not help at all. Honestly, the worst. Gosh. Well, I think. But now that we've kind of spoken about all my, you know, problems moving in, it's time for Hannah to shed some light on that. Of course. So you moved, obviously, you moved from the UK to Bulgaria. <clears throat> Explain mm. how that, how did you feel about that? It's obviously one, one extreme to another. It's quite intense. Moving to different, yeah, moving I mean, I've never lived anywhere but home. And I have studied mm. England, but I was a home student. So living like in Bristol is like being at home when you go to uni. But all of a sudden, I was just moving out of the country. I was yeah. like, Hannah, what are you thinking? Like, then one extreme to the other. But actually, moving yeah. to Bulgaria wasn't difficult because a lot of other English students in my same position. Mm. So you, you're kind of all, all sort of sharing in this whole moving to another country, knowing what to pack, that kind of stuff. So that wasn't too bad. Yeah. But actually, what was really stressful was this move, which is kind of what stirred the top, or sort of stirred up the idea for the podcast this week. Yeah, because of course, moving yeah. from England to Bulgaria wasn't the issue, but moving from in Sofia, which is the capital, Moving mm. in between my cur- my previous place and my current place now, that was just something else. Like I didn't know how much stuff I had until yeah. I started packing. As in, I mean, do you know I got four years worth of stuff. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm talking I don't know if about a lot. is that a lot? That is a lot. <laughs> talking about uh, this move, something crazy happened to you. The key conundrum. Um... Oh god! <laughs> don't start me on the key. Oh, Wait, I need to hear that story again. I need to hear it again. Oh gosh! Right, so. Um, I was moving, and this was in the first five minutes of the move. So we, me and a couple of my friends, had sort of planned my amazing team of friends helped me move. Mm. Um, planned a little strategy of how we were going to move the stuff to my new place, which is only a couple of streets away anyway. So I thought quite lucky, like quite close between the old place and the new place. So yeah. I've got this specialist kind of security door. It's obviously mm. a big, quite comprehensive door, but it only opens from the inside. So yeah. I, we must have them in England, but we've never encountered them in the houses we've lived in. So you can open it from the inside, but from the outside, you could, you have to have a key if you're coming from the outside. Yeah. So stupidly of me, I took off, like, I got home, took off my coat, my jacket, let my friends in and everything, put down my mobile phone and the house keys on the table, yeah. along with the spares that I got from my friend who had my spare key. Mm-hmm. And there I was, all ready to move, went out the door. And so I said to my friend, <laughs> Merlin, who I've mentioned on the podcast before, Merlin, like, don't close the door behind you because it only opens oh. from the inside. And yeah. just as I said it, the door closed. Oh, so my timing oh. couldn't have been worse. And so I heard that door close, and with it, I felt like the move just. I think you know that sinking when you get crumbled when, when your heart sinks your stomach like and into the ground. That's yeah. how I felt. So I was trapped out of my current place with four suitcases and two of my <laughs> friends. And, I just and a taxi, and a taxi that's running on the meter. So I don't know. Uh, well, there's this thing in Bulgaria. We have it in England at the moment. I think other European countries have it. It's called Spark. Yeah. I, we're not we're not we're not sponsored by them, but I think they're a pretty cool service. So there's there's sort of electric cars dotted around the city, and mm. they they've got sort of small kind of like two to four door cars all the way up to a van. So one of my friends who drives, he um got like the four by four for, for the day. So it's about it's about thirty five forty pounds for the day. If, yeah. and, and it's purely cool. electric so you can go about 200, about 200 kilometers so we're only going between a couple of streets so the car is now being billed by the minute and it's down on the main road I'm stuck yeah. with four suitcases in the hallway and no way to get back and my spare key is also inside so we had uh. no phones, no keys, nothing so my friend who did have a phone the, luckily called the security company because I pay a fee every month through my landlord yeah. that secures 
the that secures the sort of door in the building and everything but my mm. door and the key that comes with it is a specialist key so we rang them up and they were engaged and I, I think they're a German company and they're a massive company I was like do you only have one phone yeah I wasn't thinking who have I been paying money for to secure my building for this whole time for you not to pick up the phone finally mm. the phone we communicated that I was locked out but for security reasons they couldn't give me my landlord's number and I explained well I don't have a phone to ring him anyway so could you ring him and the guy was so amazing he actually rang my landlord the security team rang the landlord and then he rang me on my friend's phone and he was like yeah i'll, I'll be about an hour an hour and a half because he works quite far out and he lives quite mm-hmm. on the edge of the city anyway so i stood in the in the hallway and really got to know my friends for a good 90 minutes <laughs> and then the cherry on the cake was although we lost keys had no phones it was cold i was hungry it was dark one of the neighbors who lives upstairs he walks up to us he's come from outside and he goes, why are you not inside? And before I could say anything, he was like, oh, she's not home. And I was like, I'm literally here. Yeah. Point at myself. And I run into him all the time. And he didn't recognise me. Stood out in the hallway. I, I just didn't. Why? I was really confused. But <laughs> lo and behold, my landlord finally arrived with the key. Oh. And I don't think he was best pleased because the apartment like a bomb had hit it. So oh. we started packing and it was just so much stuff. Like it, I don't, because a lot of the buildings in the centre are quite old here in Sofia. They don't oh. have lifts. So it was down three flights into the car, then driving to the new place, and then up two flights into my new place. And we just did that for a good three, three and a half hours. And I had all, oh. I had quite a few suitcases. I had eight suitcases, which I borrowed off other people. So yeah. eight suitcases and umpteen bags later, I would manage to move all of my stuff out of the apartment. So my current place is a lot smaller than my other place, but it's sort of distributed differently, like the space, the spacing, as it were. Yeah. But it was just an... Having your life in black bag is horrible. Like I would not recommend it to anybody. And yeah. the biggest, the biggest thing I underestimated was how long it would take to pack. So mm. I thought I could honestly pack my flat in a day. Um, and my friend biggest lie you told yourself ever. Like <laughs> it took me a week. It took me a week. I mean, to be fair, I was revising around that so at the same time, but it was just stressful. Too many black. I never want to see a black bag ever again. <laughs> You know, when you're back for Christmas, I'm just going to wrap you up a bunch of black bags as your Christmas present. Spoiling me. Which is no longer a surprise, but, you know, I hope you appreciate it anyway. Um, Oh, God. But big shout out to my friends helped me move. Yeah. Uh, And your landlord for coming through as well. Yeah, he came through. Um, Well, quite literally came through into the apartment. (laughs) But, like, Mm. something that's annoyed me, I still haven't unpacked. I'm actually sat here amidst all of the black bags and the suitcases. I've probably only unpacked the kitchen. And I'm mm. still missing all of my forks. I have no forks in my entire apartment. I think, you know the neighbour that came out to see you? He stole <laughs> them. You think he stole forks as a way to yeah. be a be a more friendly neighbour? That's great. Yeah, 100%. Gosh, moving. <laughs> I don't know if I recommend it. I mean, moving city is one thing, moving country is another thing. But I just think moving in general, I, 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 zero out of five, wouldn't recommend. The worst thing ever, 100%. So, to end this segment, as always, we do the legendary coin toss. Hannah, are you ready? Always, always, always. Uh, heads or tails? Are you, which one are you going for? Hmm, such a difficult decision. All right, I'm going to go with heads. Heads, okay, I'll go for tails, of course. Flipped. And... It is Tails this week. So, is that me? So you'll be doing the yes. outro? I'll be doing the outro. You just yes, couldn't help yourself, could you? 
Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I think it's time for me to quiz you a little, Sergeant, actually. Okay. So, get Go your ahead. thinking cap on, sir. My first cap question. is on. <laughs> if a movie were made about your life, who would yeah. play you? Be serious now. Who would play you? Do you want me to be serious? Okay, fine. Uh, serious. Well, William Shatner. Done. I think he would give a very accurate portrayal of you, actually, of your life. So, he doesn't I'm... get. I feel like. I feel like he doesn't get enough screen time these days. So you know, to revamp his career, bring him back, William Shatner. So you want to resurrect time. William Shatner's career? Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Um, what's your favourite form of potato? Uh, super potato fries, hands down, and the ones no, from uh, what's that burger place? GBK. Uh, GBK. GBK. The sweet potato fries from there are really nice, yeah. Oh, they're on Definitely. point. They're actually on point. I would agree with that. I mean, I also thought you might have said mash. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've, I've got off mash, to be honest. I know yeah. you hate it. That's why I thought I'd bring that up, just to give you a little bit of PTSD. Mm. Anyway. Well. Okay, this, this is one where I want you to be as honest as you can. Do you promise to be honest? Yes, I will be honest, as always. Mm. Well, okay. What's the last thing you did that made you wonder whether or not you were a good person? Uh, okay, this one. I don't know if you you were there at the time when this happened. I don't know if you noticed it though. So um, this was this was our uncle's birthday. Every year, every year, we go around his house at New Year's because his his birthday's on New Year's. Um, obviously not this year because of COVID. Um, but this was two years ago we were around there. So our cousin's... Oh, New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Yeah, our cousin's oldest son. He's like, how old was he then? Five, should I say? Let's go with yeah, five. That's yeah. a general number, so I'll go with five. So I stood up. This is when we were about to leave. And he had no shoes on. Like, he was just playing in his socks. <laughs> and then oh, I ended God. up st- like standing on his foot. And you'd expect like a child to cry straight away, straight away, right? But this kid, oh mate, this this kid's absolute stone. He just stared at me, and I stared back at him, and he <laughs> stayed completely silent. He was stone, like, We had like that. We had yeah. He was stone. We had that mutual, you know, don't tell, don't tell your mum I've stepped on your foot, and I won't cry <laughs> kind of respect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that is probably the last thing that I done that made me wonder if I'm good or not. But he's pretty oh bad God. for staying, you know, still that whole time. I don't know how he managed to do that. But yeah, I stamped on the child's foot and he didn't do anything. It was pretty mad. Yeah, big up him. That's, you <laughs> make him very interesting positions there. Yeah, 100%. Oh, God. Wow. Okay, I actually didn't know that. Mm. God, it's all coming out on the pod, isn't it? It is indeed. Okay, and finally, if you had to get a tattoo right now, gun to your head, what yeah. would it be and where on your body? Like, bearing in mind, you've got how many tattoos? Three? Uh, two, three? three, yeah, three, three, yeah. Um, already got a few. I have to get a tattoo right now with a gun right to my now. head. Gun to your head. Uh, I mean, a tattoo of my uh, face superimposed uh, over your face would be an option. Of course, that would take a lot of time though. So I think the gun would. would get tired eventually. Um, <laughs> I'd get a little Charlotte's Web on my ear, I guess. Yeah, why Charlotte's not? Web, like the children's film. Yeah, well, a web. I'm calling it Charlotte's Web just to give it a bit of emphasis. But yeah, a web with sort of with a little spider on it, so calling out of my ear. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I mean, why why would you get that? Oh, there's a gun to my head, so I have to think quickly. That's the reason. That I don't have time to think why I want the web. There's a guy that's gonna potentially shoot me. 
Pints to your tired on that ASAP. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. A nice little web. Well, Inty Winty. Yeah. That was all the questions <laughs> I have for you. <laughs> right, that is the end of the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. I did, Hannah did. Uh, pretty, ch- ch- pretty chilled one out this week. Pretty chilled yeah, episode I, this week. I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, really good. Uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Too Good to Be Too and Twitter, which is also at Too Good to Be Too. You can drop us an email if you really want to because Hannah loves them. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think that's it. So we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. See you soon. Bye.